Hi and welcome to today's podcast. Today's podcast is the fundamentals of internet dating. I'm Alex. I'm the founder of Fundamentals for All. Fundamentals for All is a concept that I've come up with with regard to sharing everyday life skills with one another in a hope that other people will share their skills and maybe that we can just help each other out along the way through life. Uh, here with me today, as always, is Anthony. Hello. Like I said, today's com- uh, conversation is going to be about internet dating, which has quite a few, what's the word? Like negative connotations around it, I'd say. Yeah, there's a <clears throat> few few people think that it's uh, wrong. A lot of people use it but don't talk about it. So we thought it'd be a really good topic. We met by internet dating, so who better to talk about it? So, before we get going now, just to remind you uh, of some of our socials, uh, obviously you can find us on our website, which is www.fundamentalsforall.com. You can comment on there, you can see our podcasts, you can read my blogs, uh, we've got fact sheets on there, there's all sorts, and the more that you contribute, the more that will go onto the website, so don't forget to get in touch. We have a Facebook page as well and a Twitter account, which is at Fundamentals for All. Okay then, so before we get going, I'd just like to say we're not specifically educated experts on this topic. However, we do have some experience on it. So this one's a little bit different that we actually do have quite a bit of experience. (laughs) Okay, so uh, dating's changed quite a lot over the past years, quite recent years as well. And it seems today that a lot of people go on the internet to find that loved one, that special one, the one. So why why do you reckon it's changed? Um, For me, I mean, it's difficult to to talk about. I mean, I think the younger generation have kind of cottoned on to this, but I think certainly for older people, there wasn't really any other way to do it. Well, there was. I mean, you, you could go out and, you know you go out and try and meet someone but there's a lot of people out there who are probably quite shy um there's also the fact that as you get older your friends start pairing off and they meet their Mm. partners and they start settling down and having kids and all of a sudden they can't go out every friday night it makes it difficult if you're the single one in a group it makes it difficult for you to meet anybody because you'll also find that your group of friends probably err more towards doing couple of stuff so they'll want to go mm. to a restaurant and eat some food it's like you're not going to meet if you're a single person you're not going to really meet somebody at a restaurant because you no. sat with your group of friends yeah it's... nobody's going to sit there and go oh my <clears> god <throat> that person on that table that that is the one yeah. excuse me while i just go and introduce myself and ask her on and a let's date. be honest everybody else who's at a restaurant is in a group of friends or is in a couple i think it's the same when you go out to bars or these days i, I don't think it's it, it's weird people seem to be in the groups and they stay to their groups they don't mingle as much i, I don't know that that's true but if it's a mixed group, so if there's like couples there and singles, it seems to be a bit more difficult. Yeah, but I think it's always been like that. And I think that, again, if you're the kind of person who can just go out and just chat to anybody and, and you're confident and what have you, then then you'll be fine. But, you know, not everybody is. And I think there's quite a lot of shy people out there who aren't, you know, aren't 
the man about town who can just walk up to anybody and and introduce himself and get a conversation going because they're nervous of that because we're our own worst enemy. I mean, people I know, I mean, my group of friends would never go up to somebody they'd never met before in a bar and and just start, no, none of them. Well, maybe Mark, but (laughs) not, not many of them, though. See, because people who know us, they probably think that we're quite chatty and we go talk to anybody, but we we use internet dating. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm absolutely terrible. I would have never gone up to somebody in a bar. No. Far too shy for that. Really? I know I don't come across as shy, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been one of these lads who can just walk up to anybody. I've, I've, I, would, I had a terrible success rate when I went out trying to pull yeah. because I was too shy and... I just thought, well, if, if someone likes me, they'll come to me. But a lot of people are thinking the same thing, so nobody ever really approaches anybody else. It's yeah, whereas true. internet dating, I think one of the one of the, the well, there's pluses and minuses to internet dating, which I'm sure we'll get into a, a bit later on. But mm. I suppose with internet dating, you can either be super honest about yourself, and then people will read that and think that's the kind of person I'm looking for, yeah. and get in touch with you. Or the other side of it, I suppose, is you can embellish yourself a little bit more and you can make yourself seem a bit more exciting than you actually are. Yeah, because so, there's always been dating agencies, aren't there? Mm. But they've always had this, oh, you, you need help dating. Uh, I remember my, my dad's going to kill me for this, <laughs> but my dad joined a dating agency not long after he'd split with my mum and he was quite... He's going to kill me. I'm sure he was quite <laughs> embarrassed about it. I don't think he uh, shout, uh, shouted it from the rooftops to let everybody know that he'd joined a dating agency. Now, I remember seeing it, and it was all very um, old-fashioned. So I think the emblem was a red rose, and the, <laughs> the title was all written in, like, handwriting sort of um, for the header of like the... calligraphy. Yeah, and it was all red and pink. <laughs> and... I don't know. There's always this persona that if if oh crikey, you, you can't be very good if you, if you need help. But, the, but why ex- is there that persona? Because I don't think there should be. Well, I don't think there is anymore, and no, I think I that think internet got, dating. No, I think there still is, but not as much. But it's interesting. I mean, you're bringing that up. I didn't know that about your dad, and <laughs> and if I were your dad, I'd be absolutely furious. But <laughs> but um, see, for me, dating agencies. I didn't even know they existed. Didn't you? No, I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was something you could you could go and do until until internet dating. I didn't realize. I mean, I've seen it on TV where people have got like a, a VHS tape of themselves, like explaining their attributes and things. Yeah. But I never really thought it were a real thing. Yeah, I think you used to go and have your pictures taken properly. Yeah. You know. It'd be like, oh, <clears throat> we'll put you on our books and we'll see if anybody's <laughs> like a modelling agency. Yeah, it was. It was like a modelling <laughs> agency, exactly. See, I, it just to me, it wasn't. It never even resonated as a, a thing that even existed. See, I, I've always been quite intrigued by it, and I kind of liked it because for me, it was like, so you'd go looking when you were sober, which is not often when you go out and meet people, is it? You, you, uh, judgment might be slightly blurred when you were going out with your friends and things. And you, you could, you didn't have to talk to anybody to see a little bit about them. Mm. So you could kind of vet them before you even made any contact. Which all you I can't can, do that on, in a bar. All I can think about now is how much I want to see your dad's video. <laughs> I don't know if he had a video. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so good, oh well <laughs> but yeah I, I think so people go oh no it, it, I don't like it I like the old fashioned way well you don't know because oh they'll say well you don't know who you meet and they could be lying well somebody could be lying to you when you meet them in a bar or if you meet them in a supermarket couldn't you? Do people, do people really meet in supermarkets? Apparently some uh, supermarkets do singles nights. Really? Yeah, I remember <laughs> this being a thing, actually. But apparently, yeah, supermarkets are quite common for meeting people. I can't. You see, it's interesting, isn't it? I don't... For me, if, if, if you think about where you meet people, the only place that comes into my head is a pub. Yeah, but people, a lot of people meet through work. Yeah, or, or friend or friend. Yeah. I, I imagine that's the most common way that people meet is yeah. through, oh, through association. Yeah, mm. But I can't, I can't imagine going out shopping. I mean, I, I was telling somebody at work today, I remember once, you know, like, it's quite funny if you think back to times when you've gone to a, a supermarket and just bought the most random things. Mm. And I remember once going to Morrison's and buying a case of beer, mm. a car vacuum cleaner, <laughs> And the jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> with that well, little that little setup meeting, your world, <laughs> but meeting somebody and they're like, "Oh, you're interested," because you must think that like checkout people must look at your shopping and make judgments on you. Like, oh, I mean, what do they think? I, I would. What do they think I've up to? <laughs> God knows. <laughs> this, this guy knows how to party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, quite night in. <laughs> uh, no, it's um. But no, I, I never. It, it was. It's so weird that I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine that internet dating existed kind of before internet dating existed. So the idea of going to an agency and and trying to sell yourself to somebody and then they would look for other people on their books. I mean, I suppose it's a bit like um. Undateables. Yeah, on Datables on Channel Four where they, they do that, but. It's very different. I mean, I can't imagine just a person going and trying to sell themselves. And then, I mean, what do you do? Do you do you turn up once a week and you sit and look at other no, people's profiles? they used or? to send you them through the post. Wow. So this is back in the day before internet was really a thing. <laughs> so what they would do, they would ask that you'd fill in a questionnaire, right, and. Then they'd ask for like some photos, and they'd make like a profile, like like your internet dating profile, or like your Facebook page, mm. really. And they would then go through their books and look at for people who were looking for similar things. They'd match you up, basically. Mm. I think I seem to remember them some of them advertising saying, "Oh, we've got our amazing computer program that amazingly matches you to the right person." But really, I imagine in those days it was kind of, "Have they even got anybody in the age range that you're looking for?" Yeah. And oh, we think you're perfect. To, to in to an extent, though, do you not think that that kind of should still be around today? I mean, I don't know if it is. It, it might still. Is. It might still be around. But wouldn't you rather be matched together by? An emotional human being who says, oh, that person really likes that. And I've spoken to him and you were really passionate about that. And I've spoken to her and she seems to be interested in this. Rather than just an algorithm that goes, yeah, you're male, you're female, roughly same age, there you go. Totally, totally agree with that. But then you'd have to have like local dating agencies, wouldn't you? Mm. Unless people wanted to travel. But really you want somebody who's close by, don't you? Yeah. And... That'd be an awesome job, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would Going be through good. people's profiles and going, do you know what? These are made for each other. And I'm sure that's what people did. That's why people did it. 
you know, they'll have hooked up a few friends and somebody will have said to them, oh, you should do this for a living. You're really good. <laughs> and somebody went, oh, yeah, I think I will. But you're right. I think it's much nicer that a person has looked at it rather than like some computer but program. But then at the same time, I mean, who's going to go and go, – because presumably you've got to pay to be part of these agencies. Oh, totally. And with internet dating now, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are sites you can pay for. And, you know, one of my friends was on quite a lot of dating websites. And I remember we, we – probably took the mickey out of him a little bit at the time it was it was probably a bit ahead of the curve in terms of like nowadays where everybody's on them mm. um but he went on to i think it was uh, eHarmony oh yeah and you had to you know you paid a monthly amount yeah um and his his view on that was if i'm having to pay for it and other people are having to pay for it chances are you're going to meet somebody who actually wants to meet somebody rather than like one of the free internet dating sites like Plenty of Fish or something or Tinder where, you know, you, you could just be meeting people who just want to hook up, hook up mm. for that night and, and that's all that they're really interested in. So he, his view was he was going to get a higher calibre um, of responses from this book. It's well, not true. No, and, and to be fair, he, he got very few. I mean, you know, not mm. he, he's, he's not a, a terrible looking guy. He's not, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with him, but mm. he just... I think it's because it's so exclusive, because people are paying for it, I think they've got higher standards on there. Maybe. Because yeah. you, did you know there's even dating uh, companies, I guess they've got websites as well, that will own, they'll vet you before they take you on. Mm-hmm. So you have to be earning a certain amount of money yeah, or yeah. you have to be uh, look like a film star well, or the, something the, like the that. The professionals, don't they? And it's, yeah. it's only for professionals. What was that one where it, it was you had to be in uniform? Uh, uniform dating or something yeah that's yeah that's not real though well no anybody can join it anybody can join it but the idea idea was you met somebody in a uniform or you met somebody what a strange idea (laughs) (laughs) but it obviously made money but you don't see adverts for that one anymore no this is true i don't even know it's still there i think i feel like um the advent of tinder is and and plenty of fish have probably ruined a lot of these sites because because it's one of them where people yeah people might pay for a, a site like that but they'll also put themselves on the free ones yeah and they'll probably get a higher success rate on the free ones yeah. because there's so many people there totally agree but i think i don't know i remember when i first went on a dating website all my friends kind of they didn't poo poo it but they said that they were too scared to do it but it used to be a regular thing that people would come around and be like, oh, have you been on it reset? And they just wanted to see. Mm. They're like, oh, open it up, let's have a look. And Can people see when you're on? Can people see what you're doing? And he's like, no. <laughs> Only if you like click on their profiles, you can look at them like, well, what if what if you're looking at somebody's profile and they see it? And they're like, well, they're not going to. Because mm. people have all these misconceptions of what it was all about. Yeah. And thought that you were like signing your life away or selling yourself like, to somebody <laughs> but it's, it really ain't like that is it no uh, i suppose we should probably go into like how we met yeah because we met on on plenty of fish yeah um they're not paying us by the way just saying yeah no they're not they're not paying us and uh but i mean our experience on these things are, are kind of different because mm. i think you'd been on a while oh, i've yeah. been on a while yeah but i was quite lucky one of my friends uh we both kind of got divorced at the same time and we, I guess, spurred each other on with it and decided to give it a go. And we both set up profiles at the same time. It 
it was really nice to be able to share it with somebody. It wasn't as scary. But, oh, crikey, I think I'd been on it on and off because you go through phases where you're just like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm coming <laughs> off it. And then you get bored one weekend and think, oh, I'll just have a little look. But I was probably on it for about eight months or so. Right. So how many, how many dates did you get out of it then? How many dates did you go on? Oh, crikey, now you're asking. <laughs> um, heck, probably a about eight or ten. Okay. So I, probably, I spoke to a hell of a lot more. Yeah. But there is some proper weirdos out there, bless <laughs> them. But it it were it was kind of fun because me and my friend we were doing the same thing at the same time. So if either of us had got one of the uh, nutters, yeah, <laughs> we could joke about it and we could laugh about it and we could help each other through it, so to speak. As in, so what do you think I should do? How do I get rid of this person? Or even if we were going, if we decided to actually go meet somebody, we would just let each other know and we would be our safety call as well. Like, we'd know exactly where each other were going, we'd know what time, we'd have told each other who it was that we were meeting. I, th- I think that's excellent advice for anybody who is doing this as well, because it is, yeah, totally. you know, as, as much as, you know, it's it's a fun thing and it's exciting, there are a lot of nutters out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have got to be careful that you are, you know, people know where you are. Oh, totally. You should never do it and not tell anybody. That That's just, you know, that's just... A given um so yeah so i i met a few some of them were okay um some of them were lovely but just not for me mm. i remember one guy getting quite upset when i told him that no <laughs> and it was like well why we had a good time it's like yeah we had a nice time it wasn't a good time it were <laughs> it was pleasant but there was just nothing there for me mm. and when i told him that he got quite upset by that oh you're like on on first dates when they go they're just no spark yeah yeah i'm that person you nasty piece of work (laughs) but you do you think oh well maybe it'd come in time but you know you know when it's not gonna be see my my experience with with this is is actually very limited i mean i I, i'd i'd split with my wife about a year and a half ago and i'd I'd been seeing other people and things in the interim. Children. <laughs> Young, younger people, yeah. Anthony had an early midlife crisis. <laughs> well, at 30, I was seeing a, an 18-year-old, so yes, I, I probably did. But um, I, I got to a point where I, I was single for six months, and I wanted to put, I wanted to make sure that I had six months where I was just completely on my own, get through all my issues, sort my head out, move on. Which, can I just say, is very rare for a bloke. Yeah, but no offense to blokes, but a lot of men seem to go straight from one relationship to the other. Well, I I did do that for for six months. I went from one eighteen year old to another eighteen year old. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I kind of thought to myself, look, you know, at the time I'll have been thirty, thirty one. I thought, right, I I need to grow up. I need to meet somebody. I need to start a life again and, and, and not live this ridiculous life that's that's all full of vacuous idiots. Mm. So I thought, give yourself six months off. Don't see anybody. And, and you know, I still went out and, and everything. And don't get me wrong, I still had – I still talked to people while I were out and, and what have you. But nothing – I literally I didn't see anybody. I didn't really have any, any involvement with anybody else. And after that six months were finished, I thought, right, I'm ready. I've got my head straight. I know what I want. Um, and so I joined Plenty of Fish, and that would have been on a Sunday night. And then I had a few messages and things, but on the Tuesday, I think you'd 
you messaged me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked quite a lot over the text message facility that was on there. Yeah. And then eventually we swapped telephone numbers and... and you coaxed me into giving me your number. Yeah. And then That's we, another thing. Don't give out your number too soon. And I think we, we met, I think, maybe a week and a half after we'd been... A week and a half of talking, I think. Yeah. We met on the, the Saturday and then we met again on the Sunday. I mean, yeah. that's it then. The rest is history. We moved in. I did move in probably far too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, for context, I was living in my friend's converted cellar at the time, so yeah. uh, it wasn't the, the After nicest After two weeks place. of dating, I dropped him off and he asked me if I wanted to come in and it was kind of like, um, I, I think you really need to move out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should live in a basement. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was probably about two months when you moved in with me, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well then. But but your profile was quite good. Well, well it was definitely different. Well, this is this is one of the things that might be quite interesting. Maybe a bit bit of advice, really, on people who are thinking about doing mm. it on on ways that they can kind of stand out. Because my way of doing it, it, it was good, and and I got messages from people. I literally got one message from a woman saying, "I'm not interested in you." <laughs> But your profile is brilliant. Yeah. And all I did was, and, and it all came out really of laziness because I'm very, I'm, I'm not very good at selling myself. I don't really know how to, if someone said to me, what are your main attributes? I couldn't really think of them off the top of my head. And I remember sitting down and having the, the Plenty of Fish page open and having a look and thinking, right, okay, sell yourself. Come on, Anthony. How what, can I be witty? How can I, yeah, what can you do that's, what can you do that's going to make people want to see you? And I couldn't think of a single thing. And I thought to myself, I know what would be interesting is if I know I can't sell myself, so why don't I ask some people who are close to me how they would sell me? Which is great, but there was one weird one that you put on. Well, I put on, so the first thing I did was I rung my sister and said to her, if you were going to sell me to uh, one of your friends, I mean, my sister's quite a lot younger than me, so <laughs> but <laughs> if you were going to sell me to, you know, people who, who potential, of, potential right daters, what, what benefits would you sell? What would you say to sell me or what, what's your opinion of me? And so she gave me some really nice stuff to say. So uh, then I rang um, my mum. <laughs> and asked her the same question she didn't have so many nice things to say about me but she, you know it, that was almost good because that was the it, ugly it showed you it showed the honest side of it it wasn't just all people telling me how fantastic I was I spoke to my best friend James and he gave me some stuff and then I, I rung my boss at work as well and said oh, what would you say and all I did was I basically did you it almost why who did I use Fiona oh yeah my ex-wife <laughs> That was the weird one. Yeah. So yeah, so I rang my ex-wife and said, "Look, you know, what would you? What are my good bit? What are the good things about me?" And so, and I just kind of almost wrote it like a, a like on the back of a book when you get um like sensational story, New York Times. I almost wrote it like that, so it was like, right, I'm rubbish at selling myself, but this is how other people would do it, and I just listed what they'd said and who'd said it and what their relationship to me was. And I did get quite a lot of comments on from people, even the ones, like I said, the ones who weren't interested, just because it was different and quite interesting. I think that's how I started talking to you. I think I said that you had a good profile, liked it, mm. and had you paid these people. <laughs> <laughs> but there is some really good profiles out there. And I, I think that, like you said, that is the key to make yourself stand out. Yeah. Try and get across 
what is about you rather than the whole old um, really good sense of humour, yeah, love going yeah. out socialising well, with friends. Well, people, because people assume certain things from certain things like that. If you say bubbly, yeah. that means fat. Yeah. If you say great personality, that means ugly. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just them things that your brain associates with, yeah. with that. So, you know, be different. If you are going to do one of these, uh, you're going to put a profile on one of these things, do something a little bit different. I mean, Unless you've got a stunning photograph, which in which case it's all irrelevant. Because if if you no, that's horrendous thing to say. No, tr- no, I'm not saying it like if you're if you're like a six foot tall guy who goes to the gym and you've got a, yeah, a topless might, picture might of yourself. Yeah, but have the personality of a newt. Yeah, no, but most mo- of them do. Yeah, but most people would think it, it, there's two aspects of it, isn't there? You've got to fancy somebody, and then you, there's the personality side of it. And the profile is about the personality side of it, and the picture is about the vanity I've, side of it. I've looked at profiles and thought, no, oh, he's fit, and then read the profile and thought, no. But then that's probably says you know more about you. You were you wanted to settle down with somebody. You wanted to meet I somebody. I didn't want to settle down. I just got out of a marriage. Of course you did. Well, we're married now. Well, I know. <laughs> I think you got me drunk. Something happened. I'm not quite sure how. But no, I think if you're looking just to pull, then yeah. But, but that's you... what that's what I think a lot of people are nowadays on these things, and I think that's why the whole internet thing, or internet dating thing, has gone the other direction because I think. People are using it now, and particularly Tinder is, is famous for people using it just to hook up rather than actually meet people. But I know a lot of... But I think... No, I think you're wrong. I think that has changed as well. So Tinder, I think when it was originally started, it was about hooking up. That was mm. what it was. But I know a lot of people now who use Tinder for dating. Right. See, I've, I've never, ever seen Tinder working i don't know how it works for me in my brain tinder was you got your phone you looked at a lot of pictures you went left for yes no, right for no yeah. i mean they would look at a lot of pictures and if somebody swiped the same way as you did about each other then it would tell you where they are or it'd give you some way of contacting each other i didn't realize that there was actually a, a proper no, dating website behind that, it all now it's yeah i don't know if it's always been there or what i think it was just the whole because it told you how close they were to you. So mm. people, it, that's when it came about. People was like, oh, well, people are just using it to hook up. But mm. I, I'm not sure if that was the original right. like business plan, but that's how it went. But I, I know people who've met people on there and had full-on relationships. Right. So it, it wasn't just to get a bit. You see, other, other than us, uh, and, I mean, I know one of your friends specifically met her partner on, on a dating website, but mm. I don't really know anybody else who who has. Do you know a lot of people who've met on these? Um, not, like, close friends. I know of a few people who have met their partners online, and I know of quite a few people. This was the thing that um, amazed me, because... When you go on it, you don't like make a big announcement or anything to everybody, do you? Go right. Yeah. I've decided. Um, going online, everybody. And so when I'd made like a profile and started going through it, there was a lot of people I actually knew on there, right. which was a little bit like, oh, awkward. <laughs> um, especially when a lot of them worked at the same place as me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I found that bit really difficult seeing people that I knew on there. And it wasn't just people who I worked with. There's lots of people I knew socially who were on there. But then again, you also hear these stories, don't you, about people who are in relationships, people who are married, 
and they go online to get the attention. You say, I mean, it's not just the fact that there's people who are married on normal dating websites. There's actual dating websites designed specifically for people who are married who want to cheat. Yeah, so, I mean, there was the Ashley Madison one was yeah. a famous one. Um, I don't even know if that's in the UK. It might be an American thing, but I, I don't know. I don't it, might, know. it might be in the UK as well. But I remember famously that somebody hacked into the Ashley Madison and website. And they were holding everyone to ransom. Well, they were. I mean, they, they released the list online. Yeah. And so people were going on and, and checking to see if their, their partner was on there. And, I mean, the fact that Ashley Madison was a big enough company to warrant somebody hacking into them mm-hmm. suggests there's a lot of people out there, a lot of married people out there who are just in. Well, one cheating. of the guys who I was sort of seeing, I think I suspected he was married. That's why I ended it. There was just, it just, there were things that didn't add up. Some of the stuff that he told me, I didn't think seemed right. He told me that his wife, him and his wife had split up and he was staying at a friend's house but once he, he like, um, Skyped me, mm. and whilst he was chatting away to me, I heard the front door and a female's voice that said, Hey, love. And he, he then accidentally knocked me off conversation. And <laughs> But before he managed to do that, I heard him, like, reply. And I was like, what was that? I was like, oh, it's my um, housemate's sister. Right. And you know, you're like, I don't believe you for a second, <laughs> not for a second. And um, when I I ended it with him, and he was like, "Well, I don't understand." He, he was like in tears on the plumbing phone, and I said, "I think you're married, and I think you're still with her, and I think you need to be honest with yourself." And then I went on and looked at his Facebook, and a few other people had put stuff on it about him dating them and they suspected he was still married. Right. And I was like, why would you do that? Why? I don't understand. Do you think that it's people on the verge of leaving somebody and think that, you know, I'll just test the water before I do it? Or (laughs) I I just didn't get it. And he he used to go on going, oh, we'll get married, we'll have kids, I'll I'll move in with you and stuff like that. And I used to just say, do you think I'm mental? (laughs) But... There is people out there. But this is, I mean, I suppose it brings us on to really the, the pros and cons of it. And yeah. It, for me, it's a, it's a tough one. I mean, I can I can see where the potential cons are. But like I said, I mean, I were literally on for three days and I met yeah. the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. So I haven't got a lot of, I haven't got any negative things to say yeah. about it, really. It, it For me, it was just perfect. It was like, you know, I, I set a profile up, I decided what I wanted I was fortunate enough to get that straight away, but obviously people aren't. See, it was funny when I met you because I'd been on a few days and there's types that you get when you go on these dates. There's Mm. ones who are pawing at you at all times and you're just like, oh, get off. (laughs) And then there's the ones who just probably aren't actually interested, but I couldn't figure you out when we we met. Really? Yeah, I I wasn't sure whether you were interested or not. (laughs) Now, I have to tell the story about our first date. Yeah, we go for it. So we'd agreed to go on a first date, and Anthony was like, oh, I'd go soon. Uh, We could do something really exciting, but I'm totally skinned. Um, do you want to wait to meet till after pay day? And I was like, well, I don't have to do anything expensive. That's probably when you realised I was the one. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not one of these girls who lets people pay for them. I'm very um, 
very headstrong when it comes to that. I don't want to the, anybody to think that I owe them anything. So I suggested to Anthony, because it was in the summer, that we go <laughs> and just go somewhere nice near us and maybe sit by the river and just sit and talk. And that's what we ended up doing. But I picked Anthony up in town. And um, <laughs> I've never seen anyone shake so much in their so lives. <laughs> he got in my car and he was shaking, literally, physically shaking. <laughs> and I was sat there thinking, oh, my God, um, I don't know what to do about this. How do I put my... Is he, is he shaking because he's not a nice person? He's going to do something awful? Or <laughs> am I that scary? <clears throat> Um, so we ended up going and sitting by the river, didn't we? We bought a couple of drinks, not alcoholic, no, soft no. drinks. Yeah. And we ended up sat for the best part of the day. Did I pick you up at about 12? I picked you up about 12 and I think you dropped me off about 6. It was later than that. It was like 6 o'clock when we were still sat by the river. Right. And we were like, oh, we really should go. Mm-hmm. And we sat and talked all day. But you didn't once, like, try and make any move on me. You didn't even, like, touch my hand or anything like that. So I'm, like, thinking, well, he's a really nice guy. I like him, and we, we're getting on really well. But I just could not tell whether you liked me or not. But, yeah, again, it's that's that's the shyness. I mean, that was, that's the way I was. It, it just... For me, it was about getting to know you. It wasn't really about, you know, I didn't. It wasn't, I wasn't thinking about when I was going to get you into bed. I was thinking Think about. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, whether I whether I liked you or not, and I, you know, and I really did, and and then I suppose. Could you tell I liked you? No, not really. I mean, yeah, I must have been able to tell that there must have been a bit of a spark there because I remember on the way because you offered to drive me home. Yeah. Because at the time I. I could drive, but I didn't yeah, have a she car. Could drive because she'd uh, written it off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'd written my car <laughs> off. <laughs> so I'd, I could drive, but I didn't have a car. So Alex um, offered to drive me home, and I remember th- at the time I asked you if we if you were doing anything on the Sunday. So that was the mm. Saturday. I asked you if you're doing anything on the Sunday. So I must have got some kind of vibe from you that you were interested. But I genuinely think I'd fallen in love with you before we even met. Yeah, I mean, we text a lot, didn't we? And we, we, spoke. we spoke on the See, phone See, you missold yourself. Now, if I'm aware of anything <clears> or Anthony's aware, and I'll say to him, um, you're going to ring me. He's like, Ugh, I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> Before we actually met, we used to spend hours on the phone. And yeah. I used to be like, right, I need to go to bed now. And he'd be like, oh, no, carry on talking to me. <laughs> and now I can't get two minutes out of him on the phone. <laughs> it was all a lie. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah, so it was, I mean, yeah. We were lucky. We were lucky. But I think, like you were saying, there's a lot of negatives to it as well. But I think the negatives are just the same as meeting somebody in a bar or in a club or anything. There are and they are and they aren't. I mean, you know, we'll we'll get on to the the programme Catfish now. Mm. I mean, I don't know if anybody out there has ever watched the the programme Catfish, but I would highly recommend it. It's an amazing programme. But it's on on MTV. And and basically it was was a film that a guy did initially where he'd met somebody online and and thought he was in a relationship with them. Um, But every time he tried to arrange any kind of, meet up that there was always an excuse for it and so him and his his brother and his friend decided to make a, a documentary about this and it was it was about him meeting up with this person mm. and in the documentary it turned out that um that the woman he'd been talking to 
Um, because he'd been talking to her. Well, no, actually, he thought he was talking to a little girl, didn't he? Not she a was. Girl. No, she was. She was. It was a young girl who was, it was something to do with art or something. Oh yeah, and, and then she, it's a sister. Wasn't it was, it? and then he started talking to her sister, and he fell in love with her sister, and that was the person that he wanted to meet. But it turned out that all these people he'd been talking to were all the same person, and it was a, a, a middle-aged woman. Um, who lived in the she middle of nowhere. She didn't she? Ill? Yeah, she had a poorly daughter and she had a husband and everything and, mm. and the husband knew about it all. And and so that's where, you know, the, the idea of the catfish came along. And the, the catfish is somebody who essentially lies about their appearance. Yeah. So they'll put a fake profile picture up, they'll put fake information about themselves, they'll lie about where they are, they'll lie about how old they are. Um, and it's, it's a really strange phenomenon because these people almost just want a relationship but without the, the meeting part of it. So it's obviously it comes down to confidence a lot of it. After We've watched a lot of catfish, <clears> haven't we? we when, when they actually meet them, it turns out that they've got some sort of social issue and they've, most of them have been bullied, haven't they? And, you know, they just want to be liked, but for some strange reason, they think to be liked, you have to be somebody else. So that's why they pretend to be somebody else. I said a lot of them might be, you know, they might have, uh, you know, not be happy with their body shape or, mm. you know, might feel like they're ugly. So they lie about who they are. But the, some of them get so entrenched in the lie that they'll, they'll, it's almost like they're living a completely different thing. Now, some of these now you, you you'll see somewhere that it's been going on for a few months, mm. but there's ones where it's been going on for years, years and years and years, and they've and never met, and they've got they're engaged, and yeah, they talk but they won't do video chat and stuff like that, and but they'll agree to marry this person. Mm. Now I, I can kind of see because when when you do start talking to somebody and they seem like an amazing person and you can see yourself being with them. You make you, you get this image in your mind of what you know what it can lead to and what it can be like and yeah definitely. Unfortunately, when you meet them, it's not always like that. <laughs> and I suppose if you've got this image in your head, you don't want to burst that bubble, do you? And, no. You know it. It's really, I want to say sad, but. It's I can't believe how much of it goes on. Well, this is that. I mean, this the catfish is in its sixth season now, and they yeah. have about twenty episodes per season. So, and that's just the ones they've they that we know about. Yeah. But there is there's people out there who will, and and the worst thing is is they'll be talking to several people. So there'll be you know there's there's one person out there who thinks that they've met the 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 man or woman of their dreams. And that person not only isn't who they think they're talking to, but they're also talking to four, five, six other other people mm. doing the same thing to them, and it's it's scary because you know you, you genuinely we we trust in and we take people at their word. Yeah. So when someone turns out to be something completely opposite to what they are, it's it's, it's really upsetting, isn't it? And you can see why people fall out with it if that's something like that's happened to them. But yeah, it's. There is downsides. Yes, you're right. There is downsides. And until you actually see that person or whether you video chat them or... And I think that's something I think you have to insist on doing. If, yeah. you know, you can send photos, but they can get photos from anywhere. You, I think you need to video chat and you need to be able to see them before you can believe that person is real. Definitely. And and then the other side of it, I mean, it, genuinely, there are some, and we mentioned it earlier, but there are some very strange people out there mm. And, again, if they're lying on their profile, you don't necessarily know. I mean, 
it's not something we have here, but in America they used to have a program called Dateline. Okay. And that was basically people trying to well, they'd they'd trap people who'd been talking to young young kids on the internet and you know pretending to be young kids themselves. And then they'd they'd get them to they'd arrange a meeting and things, and half these people turn out to be like thirty to fifty year old men, mm. um, and you know it, it, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, happens. There's a lot of. Very... I met somebody who told <clears throat> who their picture wasn't who they were. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't even say it. I was like, oh, you look different. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, people say that. I'm like, because she's a totally different person. <laughs> yeah. Worst catfish around. I know, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, okay, so I've done a bit of uh, investigative work and uh, pulled out some facts on the internet. So let's have a quick read through them and have a comment on some of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so these are just some random facts that I've found online today. So here we go. So 238 million US dollars spent annually on online dating. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. <laughs> 52% of online daters are men. Which is awkward because yeah. that means 48% women. Good for the girls though. <laughs> girls, get yourself out there. But do you, do, why do you think that is though? Do you think do, do you think men are shyer than women or do you think it's easier for women to meet People. Well, it's funny you should say that. Here it says, for one reason or another, men have a less trustworthy reputation when it comes to online dating than women. Well, if there's more of them at it, that makes sense. But, I mean, I suppose that it is a, a misconception, I suppose, that, well, I don't know if it is or it isn't, but men always assume that for a woman, it's really easy to meet somebody. Yeah. Because all you need to do I is... I think the other way around. I think women think for men it's a lot easier. But, I, I mean, for for the pressure of dating is always on the man. The, the, the pressure of there's very few women who go up to men in a, in oh, yeah, a, it's in a place. It's a man's job to go to the woman. Yeah. So in a man's mind, all a woman has to do is make herself look as good as she can look. Cause let's face it in conventional. And I mean, I suppose this is a way why online dating is better than just meeting somebody in a pub because you get a, a gauge of their personality, look at their profile, you get to know what their personality is like. Yeah. In the traditional sense of dating, you know, you, you go into a pub and you see a girl and all you're basing going up and talking to her on is her looks. Mm. So that person's looks have got to be compatible with what you require for you to go up <laughs> and talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've got to meet all your requirements. You get your tick box out. Excuse me, how tall exactly are you? <laughs> Can you wait? <laughs> but, but like the, so, I can understand why there's more men on there because it, mm. it, it is if you're not that kind of outgoing bloke who can just talk to anybody in a in a in a bar or in a club or you know wherever in a supermarket apparently, <laughs> then you know it's difficult. You, yeah, the pressure's all on you. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so twenty percent of committed relationships began online. That's mm, nice. It's good. It's a know. good number. And 17% of marriages are from online dating. I'm amazed by that, to be honest. Are you? Yeah. What, as in you think it's higher than you thought it would be? Yeah, I didn't think there'd be, there'd be many. I thought we were, I thought it's quite a nice, when we tell people how we met, people find it strange, don't they? Yeah. They, you know, it's a quirky story, but, you know, you don't think that, I mean, 17% is a, is a, a lot when you think of how many people there are. True, true, but, you know, apparently it's skyrocketing as well. It, it is going up. More and more. That's how people are meeting nowadays, isn't yeah. it? So, thirty-eight uh, percent of women prefer the nice guys. 
I disagree. <laughs> Why? Because whenever you see, I mean, like I said, we watch first dates on Channel Four, and yeah. uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's basically it, it, it's like uh, a restaurant in London that's designed for people to go on their first date. So it's it is a dating agency essentially. They send in their requirements, they'll try and match them up, and but then they film it and put it on TV. A lot of the women on there are always like, oh, I always go for a bad boy. I prefer a bad boy, and it's like the the ones who are actually nice don't tend to end up getting together. No. I used to alternate. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I like to keep it mixed up. Apparently, this one surprises me, 42% of men prefer the modern career girl. I can I see that doesn't surprise me. I, really? Yeah. The, for me, it was quite important that I met somebody who, and I suppose this comes <laughs> from... To look after you. <laughs> no, I, I suppose it comes from being a 30-year-old dating some 18-year-olds who... Yeah. And I kind of thought, you know, my my income was the only income in the relationship. It wasn't, and and I I, I always kind of thought it'd be nice to meet somebody who earns a similar amount of money to me, uh-huh. because that's a more comfortable life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So yeah, you were lucky. Oh, I know lots of guys who've dated women and they pay for everything, and the women just expect it, mm-hmm. and it, oh, it just it it angers me. Absolutely <laughs> angers me that girls can be like that. Okay, older men have double the online pursuers of younger men. Uh, again, I'm not I'm not massively surprised by that though because you would assume that an older man is more financially stable. Yeah, financially stable, and I think that is you know as as vacuous as that is, that is mm. a a requirement in life. I think people want to be comfortable. They want to have people oh. who earn either as much as them or more than them. I've never thought I've been one of these. Uh, women's liberal rights and everything but I think I am again come on girls you know stand on your own two feet <laughs> <laughs> I like this one men lie about age height and income <laughs> yeah well there's a, there's a lot of short men out there why would you lie about I, this is again I don't understand why you'd lie about I can understand why you'd lie about your income because I suppose the thought being if I can get in there and she likes me then I can get round that but you can't lie about your height well they do though so i'm not particularly tall i'd say i'm an average height yeah, you're tall for a girl i think a, a five six five, and a seven, half. five seven yeah between five six and five seven and it amazed me how many men out there were shorter than me <laughs> and not being funny i like a man that's taller right. uh, but yeah a lot of them did lie about that <laughs> Okay, apparently women know we lie about our weight, our physical build and our age. Why? Who's asking you what weight you are? You'd be surprised. <laughs> really? You would be surprised. <laughs> a lot of men, if you hadn't put a picture on, they'd be like, oh, so what would you describe your body type as? Yeah, but that's not saying, what do you wear? Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I've never told anybody how much I wear. Definitely not. <laughs> This one's scary. Don't like this one. 10% of online daters are sex offenders. Yeah, again, I'm not surprised, though. Can I just point out, though, that this is in the United States? Mm. I'm not sure if that's worldwide. But be careful, please. (laughs) Hang on, I've got some more. So, also... All right, so best first date. Have a drink somewhere and maybe go for dinner afterwards. Do you agree? 
it's a funny one, isn't it? A first date. It always amazes me that you you have people who said they got to the cinema on a first date. Yeah, I can't think of a worst that? first date than going to a cinema. You don't. What are you well, going to learn? When you're in a dark room with a stranger, yeah, <laughs> and you can't have any conversation. You can't no. learn anything about them. It, it baffles me that. But yeah, I mean, I would always say. If, I mean, I think our first date was perfect, really, because we were lucky that it was a summer. It was a sunny day. We were in a a beautiful place, which helps, doesn't it? Because it makes yeah. you positive and. Uh, you know, and it, it was just there was no alcohol involved. No. It, it was just us two getting to know, just us two getting to know each other. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I would say you know your standard is go for a drink, go for a meal, get to know each other, you know, have a chat. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so another one here is most important to people in an online profile are the about me sections. So fifty five percent of about me and pictures which is 45 percent of people prefer uh so sometimes pictures really worth a thousand words i guess so make sure you've got a good picture that's what it's trying to say right, okay. it's saying that they're not bothered about the your ambitions and stuff like that but you about me is more important than the picture right. but you still need a picture okay Okay. And it says here, despite this, about one third of online daters don't upload a profile picture. You're struggling if you haven't put a picture yeah, on Yeah, why would you? I mean, again, don't want to be make it sound like we're all just people who are obsessed with looks, but you've got to have an idea, haven't you? Yeah. I like this bit, though. People who do upload a picture are better, should better be uploading photos, which, uh, well, this. Basically, what they're saying is don't use a picture that's been adapted to make yourself right. look better because you are going to meet this person and how if many you've edited it heavily um how, how, what percentage do you reckon of pictures that are on dating sites now have not been edited oh god minuscule I bet it's tiny yeah because it's so easy to do now i mean you've got apps where i mean we've got apps that can make you smile you've got apps that can make you slimmer that make you smile yeah Give you bigger eyes. Oh, it's a tiny percentage of profile pictures are completely unedited. Which is ridiculous, right? Okay, you always want to put a good picture on, don't mm-hmm. you? One that's you want the attention, don't you? Want the... But it's got to still look like you <laughs> because you're just wasting your time if you don't. Okay, so when looking for a potential partner online, some of the most important deal breakers are smoking, drinking, political views, religious views, education, racial background and children. I'd agree with all of them. I'd agree with most of them. Um, same again. So, smoking? Yeah. Drinking? Yeah. Political views? Mm, not so much. A lot of people are very opinionated yeah, right I now suppose. about politics. I suppose it's because I'm not really that bothered. Uh, religious views? Yeah, I couldn't care. Well, I'll say that. What yeah. if I'd have been like a full-on practising Catholic? Yeah, I suppose it'd have been... Well, I mean, that... I don't think it'd matter as long as you didn't, as long as you weren't bothered about what I, what I was, I don't think it'd have really mattered. Okay. 51% of all online dating people are in a relationship. Ooh. 51%? Yeah. Only 21% are really single. That is crazy. That is terrible, isn't it? 80% of online daters know someone who has found love on the internet. This is a great motivation for most of them. Totally agree. Yeah. 
and about 50% of all people in the world know someone who dated someone they met on the internet. Out of them, about 30% knows more than one person. The crazy thing about it is it isn't just dating websites where people meet. I mean, have you, have you heard of the um, the PC video game World of Warcraft? Oh, God, yeah. So it's, it's like it's essentially just a big nerd fest and it's like people pretend to be orcs and elves and stuff and the amount of people who've met on that mm. and, and got married and stuff is unreal yeah um okay so in the uk the volume of google searches on mobile phones about dating grew by more than 200 percent a year since 2008 it's become more popular though hasn't it yeah so i suppose that makes sense this one's quite funny. 36 of adults admit that they broke up with someone because of their looks. Out of this, 31% of men and 12% of women dumped their partner because they were overweight. Really? Yeah. I better watch myself, haven't I? I've put a few pounds on lately. <laughs> so, so have I. <laughs> Is this why you keep saying to me, yeah, but we're happy, aren't we? Yeah, we're happy, yeah. I'd rather be fat and happy. <laughs> okay, so 50% of all adults claim to have an unhappy sex life. Really? I don't know what that's got to do with internet dating. Yeah. Maybe that's why people are going on. Well, there. yeah, I suppose it, it, that maybe that is. Maybe that it's the, you know, that, that. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with their relationship, and that's why they're looking for somebody else. And most people will be too scared to end a relationship before they've got something new to move on to. Yeah. So. Apparently, the Chinese are the biggest online daters. Uh, with around 140 million. So I'm kind of surprised at that. Why? I don't know. I just don't. I don't associate Chinese people with online dating. I don't know. It's probably mm. just a weird, we don't know. racist view. Yeah, we don't really know any Chinese people. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, I mean, my, 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 my friend at work is married to one. And, well, but, yeah, mm. no, it's okay. Okay. So eHarmony and Match.com are the two most known dating sites on the whole in the whole world. Actually. I don't know that that's true anymore. Now that Tinder's around, yeah. everybody knows what Tinder is. But I think Match.com and eHarmony are probably two of the ones where people think that they're less of a hookup site. Yeah, the the ones you trust, the ones you've got to pay for, like we said earlier. Yeah. Out of Sorry, one out of ten users delete their profile within three months. I can <laughs> see that as well. Yeah. I know people who've done that. I've done that. So in general, on the whole world, men tend to lie a lot about how many partners they've had and what kind of relationship they're looking for online dating in their online dating profiles. Mm. See, okay, so there's another one here. Many women who use online dating are most afraid to meet one of the above-mentioned freaks and or serial killers. Um, okay, I can, I can see it. There is, it is. There's some, you hear there's so many nutters. There is so many nutters out there. And we all. The, the worrying thing about it is, is we all know one. Yeah, we all, what, had, we all know nutter. Well, we all, we all grew up... With one near us. I remember there used to be... I don't think I had a nutter near me. Did you not? No. Oh, we used to have a guy who used to offer us tickets to Leeds game all the time. Is this the guy who took photos of you? Yeah. Right, okay. (laughs) We should just move past that. (laughs) Okay, so there's some, like, interesting facts about online dating, but we've also found some tips as well. And this one that I found to, to keep it to make it clear, we're not we're not in any way saying people shouldn't do online dating. And no, we've, we've got quite a positive 
Yeah, if I you think want online really. dating's great. But what we're but, saying is just be careful. Yeah, and if you're going to do it, this, these are some tips to help you. But these are the unwritten properly. rules of online dating oh, okay. that I found here, which I quite like actually. So number one, modesty is a turn-off. Many dating profiles start with statements like, I'm no, I'm no good at this kind of thing. Oh, they so do, I remember that. The writers are doing themselves no favours. If you put yourself down, you won't sound attractively self-enhancing. But I, I started, like mine started like that. My profile was literally, I'm not very good at selling myself, so what I've done is ask some other people. Yeah, I know, but a lot of people of just me. kind of put, I'm no good at this kind of thing. I mm. like... Um, football uh eating food and <laughs> going for a beer okay but on the other side so you've got to be careful on this number two is and so is bragging confidence is sexy but arrogance definitely isn't i cook a mean paella and i'll always try and make you laugh is good but i have a fantastic job and no one can understand why i'm single is not so good no. don't be smug <laughs> that's why you're single <laughs> Okay, number three, I love music and being with friends. Well, duh. The aim of your online dating game is to catch the eye of someone you have lots in common with. You do this by being original and above all specific about your interests instead of saying that you like sunsets. Mention that the best sunset you've ever seen is XYZ. Say which music you like and your favourite place to see your friends. Specific information does more than make you sound interesting. It also gives potential dates something to write about you. Oh, write to you about. Which, yeah, I think they're really good tips. Yeah. Never admit that your friend wrote your profile. <gasps> Anthony, that's you. No, no, my friend didn't. I wrote my profile. <laughs> I just asked friends what they thought of me. Your my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> if you get somebody else to write it and you tell them that somebody else has written it, people might think it's a cop-out. Well, it's not. I mean, it, it's not you, is it? If no. one of your friends has written it for you, it's not you. So yeah. you, you Although, sell Although, me and my friend went on a website called Date My Best Friend and you had to write their profile for them. Right, okay. It was rubbish. We didn't get anything from it. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's maybe why it didn't work. Number five, zip up your baggage. I like this. Most living grown-ups have a history of exes, hang-ups and maybe nervous breakdown or two. So use them to sell yourself. No, is that, is that no, not the right thing to do? It's zip it up. Keep your baggage <laughs> locked away for now. Never admit to a new potential lover that you might have had a breakdown. They know that you have a past. Everyone has a past, but they don't want to hear about it just yet. Keep stum until you know each other a little bit better. It's probably good advice. And we are, particularly at our age... We've got baggage, haven't we? And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's probably is a good idea. Although at the same time, I, I, kind, I kind of, I'm the kind of person who just kind of wear my heart on my sleeve a bit. Yeah. So for me, it's quite difficult. I'm, I don't mind sharing yeah, mistakes. Yeah, you shout at the TV when we're watching first dates when people are just going on about the exes and stuff. Well, that's because I mean, I'll always remember. I mean, this is we're going off on a tangent now, but I always remember. Have you heard of um, a book called The Game? Uh-huh. Possibly. I can't remember what the author's called, but it's essentially a, a dating manual for blokes. Okay. And it's um, I'm, I've never read it, but I've I've heard people talk about it, and it's where have you heard of negging? No. Oh, it's where negging came from. Negging is a really popular um, technique that blokes use nowadays. Uh, for and, what? And what they do for when you're chatting up a girl. Oh, so right. you, you're chatting up a girl in a club, and rather than saying to her. 
oh, I like your, you know, you look beautiful, I like your shoes, I like your bag. With, rather than just complimenting them, you've got to almost give them a backhander compliment. Oh, I know somebody who has read this book. Yeah, so you'd say things like, oh, them shoes, that you're the person I've seen tonight who's pulling them shoes off the best. Yeah. So I kind of suggest, I've seen loads of women wearing yeah. the same shoes you've got on now, but you're doing quite a good job of it. So it's, and the idea is, is that most women don't like the nice guy. And so they like a bloke being a bit of a dick, yeah. really. I, um, we know somebody. Or I, somebody I, I can imagine with. who it is. Yeah. <laughs> has he got blonde hair? Yes. <laughs> right. okay. um, has read this book and has lots of theories on a lot of the, the theories in the book. Yeah. And tries them all. But like another, another tip that, that came from that uh, yeah. is when you go on a first date, make sure everything you talk about is really positive. Yeah. And then they associate. So rather than saying, you know, how did you split up with your ex and things? Say things like, what's the most exciting holiday you've ever been on? Mm. What's the most fun you've ever had doing this? What's the best TV show you've ever seen? Mm. And what that does is that makes the other person associate things they've enjoyed with you. Mm. And it's all, it's very psychological. But... It is. Yes. <laughs> I see, I don't like that. I don't no. like it being a game. I Just be yourself. You know, if somebody doesn't like you for you, then they're not the right person. And this is it. And if it is all a game, then it's going to fall yeah, apart it, the minute they start to does. get to know you. This person I know always had interesting relationships, should I say, yeah. and it's always been all mind games and things. Hopefully. They were happy though now. Um, okay, number six, ditch the wish list. I couldn't agree more. What does it mean? Some online dating profiles read like shopping lists. We're looking for someone uh, with brown eyes, short hair, between five foot ten and six foot, from the northeast of wherever, and so on. That's me. No, it's not. (laughs) These lists are off-putting for two reasons. First, they make the writer sound like a control freak, and second, they sound like an exact (laughs) description of the writer's ex. Um, Not everybody puts it on their profiles, but a lot of people have this wish list of what they want in their mind, and when they meet somebody, they're constantly referring to this list in their mind Mm. of what they're looking for. I learned... When I met you, that I had to throw the list out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, because you might be stopping yourself from meeting somebody who is right for you, but Mm -hmm. just because... So, for your example, I didn't want to meet somebody who had children already. So, if I'd have said no because you had a child, we wouldn't have been together. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, again, says no photo, no chance. Totally agree. Uh, don't even think about posting an advert without your photo. A pictureless ad says, I am so ugly, I don't want to risk a photo. Or, I am married. Or, I am on the run from Broadmoor, which is a <laughs> well-known prison in the UK. <laughs> and it's true, you, you just avoid yeah. them, don't you? Um, and then again, only one photo. Hmm. Everyone who likes your main photo will want to see more, not because they can't get enough of you, but because a single photo is not a reliable indicator of what you look like. Post at least a few snaps. And that goes back to what we were saying about catfish, wasn't it? Mm. And I think you kind of need to make sure there's friends in there, that they're quite clearly not edited or yeah. cropped and things. Although I seem to think I only had one photo on my profile. Yeah, you did. I were desperate <laughs> by then. <laughs> 
And like we've said already, don't lie with the camera, so an overflattering photo will backfire. The potential dates come knocking and then what? You meet and the blood drains from their faces as they realise that your photo was taken yet 10 years, 5 stone and 500 wrinkles ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, number 10, sexy snaps, however, will get you nowhere. Well, it will, but not probably where you want to be. Whether you're a man or a woman, a photo with your shirt off makes you look desperate and are only interested in sex. And you know what? Some of the pictures I used to see on some of these profiles, men would just get the bits out on the profile page. <laughs> so that's quite clear to me, guys. I'm just after one thing. Yeah, it's telling um, exactly. Yeah. And girls, having your, even <clears throat> having your cleavage out and provocative photo. I guess that's kind of just saying you're only wanting one thing as well. Uh, number 11, don't fall in lust with a photo. Use photos and emails for spotting potential, but don't start fancying the pants off a two-dimensional image. You may be disappointed in person. So I suppose that's like the antithesis to what we've just said. So, yeah. you know, chances are people do choose their best photos to put on their profile. Exactly. You're not going to put a crap photo on, are you? No. So, yeah, don't expect too much. Uh, Number 12, you might not get any emails. This is a cruel fact of life for online dating beginners, especially men. More men than women advertise on most dating sites, so the girls get to pick the pick of the bunch. Don't get despondent. Read the profiles that get the most views and pick up tips from them. Tweak your ad and try changing your photos. Also, have you contacted anyone yourself? And that's a good point. Mm. You can't just sit there waiting for people to contact you. If you're serious about it and you want to find somebody, then contact them. You might not get a response. They might not even be still using their profile. So don't be put off if you don't hear from people. Mm -hmm. Just keep trying and keep looking. I lose nights trawling through going oh that's all right and it's like shopping (laughs) Uh, but you just can't be put off if you don't get a response uh number 13 playing hard to get doesn't work be proactive i was going to say provocative then (laughs) be proactive you don't have to write someone an epic love letter and please don't just pick out a couple of appealing points in their ad and write a quick intro email likewise you won't keep them keen by making them wait days for reply you'll find someone else to date sorry they'll find someone else to date time moves fast on online dating and that's true because what people are doing is at the same time they're also checking their profile likes and stuff like that so if you like somebody let them know Mm -hmm. you don't have to reply oh god this took me a while to realize some rookies assume that you must answer every email even if it's a thanks but no thanks don't bother thanks but no thanks can feel more hurtful than a reply and sometimes you might get a lot of people wanting to talk to you and then really not what you're looking for yeah you're just wasting their time and yours but also if you start conversation with them they might think they're in with a chance even Mm -hmm. if you say no thank you it's just easier to walk away and just ignore just delete it if you're not interested delete number 15 meet quickly or stop emailing good one don't allow an email conversation to drag on for weeks without a date you may think you're connecting but you can't judge chemistry unless you meet up six emails in in total not each 
is enough to know whether you want to date or not and that's true number 16 don't expect too much from a first date you're meeting a stranger chances are that you won't fancy each other or that only one of you will fancy the other one so don't fantasize too much number 17 it may take many dates to find someone you like it's easy to lose the faith when your first few dates don't work out it's very unusual for someone to find a good match in their first few attempts. Anthony was lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky, yeah. Um, so see it all as experience, <clears throat> not as proof that you're a loser or that anyone else is a loser. Learn from your bad and boring dates and try again. I totally agree. You have to keep trying. If you, if you seriously want to meet someone, you know, if you put the effort in, you will get the reward eventually. And yeah. you've just got to see the rest of it as just an education and just, you know, it's an experience. Yeah. 18, it's like I wrote these, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Number 18 is split the bill. You're two grown-ups, not a sugar daddy and his gold digger. Chivalry means being attentive, thoughtful and fair, not paying for all the food. I seem to think, though, when we went on our date, I bought you, I bought myself a Dr Pepper and I bought you an orange juice. We didn't go Dutch on that. I picked you up and you took me, you home. As far as I'm concerned, you owe me one pound twenty. <laughs> I think I let you smoke half my cigarettes as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number 19. Ooh, this is a biggie. Have sex if you want and not if you don't want. Having sex doesn't make you morally corrupt and it won't necessarily wreck your chances of a relationship. If you're both adults, single, and you use protection, it's your choice. But if you'd rather not, then that's your choice too. Never be pushed into sex that you don't want. I think a lot of people feel a lot of pressure around that, don't they? It's like mm. the the girls don't want to come across as, you know, loose. Mm. The lads don't want to come across as they're only after one thing. Yeah. Well, don't though. Some of them do. Well, okay. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. I've never dated a man. But... but you hear all these stories. So, like, you hear guys saying, oh, well, if she puts out on first date, then she, you'd never marry her. What's that all about? Yeah. But, yeah. And finally, number 20, call them the next day. Ignore those stupid rules about waiting three days to get in touch. If you like somebody, you have nothing to lose by letting them know. If they're interested, they'll be happy that you called. If they're not interested, at least you'll know and you can move on to the next day and back to home. Okay. I agree with all of them, really. You know, what we've said as well today is in... Just be careful. Always let somebody know where you're going and if you are online dating. You know, you don't have to tell everybody. At least just tell one friend that this is something you're doing. They, you might find they're doing it themselves and mm-hmm. it's good to share, you know, tips with each other or, oh, my God, I met this bloke, it was horrendous, or, oh, I met this bloke and it was amazing. It's just don't do don't put yourself in a position that could be dangerous basically yeah and just keep your wits about you but do it It, it's worth it you can meet you've got to think you're a normal person so there's plenty of other people on there as well who will also be normal people and as we said earlier 17 percent of people who meet during online dating get married yeah there you go okay so i think do you think we've covered it I'm pretty sure we have. I'm pretty sure we have too. So we're going to move on to our uh, regular slot of our podcast of uh, Who Am I? And as per usual, I'm still winning. Um, But it's my turn to ask Anthony a question this week. And if you haven't heard uh, other podcasts, we basically come up with a well-known 
or not a well-known saying, but a saying by somebody who's well-known to do with the topic that we've been discussing. And we have 20 questions to guess who that is. 20 yes or no questions. Yes. You call those closed questions, don't mm-hmm. So let's uh, see if Anthony can guess who this week's is. Who the hell are you? Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Who the devil are you? It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Right then, Mr. Clegg, are mm-hmm. you ready for today's quote? I am. Right, so today's quote is, I used to be a real Prince Charming if I went on a date with a girl, but then I'd get to where I was likely to have a stroke from the stress of keeping up my act. I've since learned the key to a good date is to pay attention to her. Okay. So it's obviously a man. Yes. I have a question. <laughs> no, you can't. I said it was obviously a man. <laughs> That's not a question. All right, whatever. Am I English? No. Okay. Am I an actor? Yes. Am I American? I think so. Okay. American actor. Am I... Do a lot of people find me attractive? Ooh. Um, you're not known for being attractive. Okay. Um, am I still in films now? Not so much. Okay. Am I above the age of 50? No. Hmm. I don't think so, anyway. Okay. So, American actor. Not in as many films as he used to be. Not good looking. <laughs> Didn't say that. <laughs> am I known for films or TV? Is it, um, all right. Am I known more for TV? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Was I in like a famous sitcom? Yes. Okay. Why do I think you saw my phone? I didn't see your phone, but I've got an idea. And I promise I haven't seen your phone. Swear on the dog's life. I swear on the dog's life, I've not seen your phone. Um was I in Friends? Yes. Am I Matthew Perry? Yes! <laughs> yes! You saw my phone! I promise you I didn't. I swear on my own child's life I didn't see your phone. Promise you. Mm. I promise you. You never get them that quick. <laughs> your questions were too quick and coming. Normally, uh, audience, we have to take out a lot of long pauses <laughs> and empty airspace. I promise. There was none there. I promise there was no cheat going on. Promise you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't know because you're a very untrustworthy person. I'm untrustworthy. And this is why we probably should have met in the more conventional sense <laughs> rather than internet dating. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, whether Anthony believes he has cheated or not cheated on that one. Well, Anthony believes he didn't cheat. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Um, okay, so that is it for today's podcast. I hope we have been of help. Um, as always, like we always say, if you've got any questions, if you'd like us to talk to you about something, if you'd like us to talk about something for you, particularly on this topic, I think I think it's quite a good topic and a lot of people are scared to openly talk about it sometimes because they're scared that they're going to be judged by maybe their friends or their family. Send us a question. 
we don't have to say your name. We're, you know, it, it doesn't matter to us. But if you have a question, ask. We really don't mind and we'll try and answer it for you. I don't know whether it's a good thing or not, but between us, we have actually got quite a bit of um, experience on the internet dating and just dating, really, in general. So you never know. We might be able to help you out. Or you might be able to help somebody else out. Who knows? But before we move on to going on into the medias again, I'd like to have a little um, thank you moment to some of our friends and followers to who have been following and who have been reposting and sharing our blogs and podcasts. Uh, it means a great deal to us, so please continue to do it. If you are happy to be named, please let me know and I'll name you on one of the podcasts or in one of my blogs. But, you know, thank you. It means such well, it's massive for us. Um, as some of you may know, I have now quit my full-time job in a scary but exciting way. And I am going to be working on this now full-time. Obviously, not just doing podcasts and blogs. Um, I don't think I'd make a living out of that. However, I am now going to start offering workshops on basic life skills. I'll be looking to do webinars all sorts of things. So you'll you'll start to see a vast difference in the website. You'll start to see a lot more being posted. Uh, but again, if you've got anything you would like us to discuss or if there's anything you feel that you could share to help somebody else's life out, then please, please get in touch. To do that, you can get in touch with us on Facebook. You can tweet us at Fundamentals for All. You can email us, which is fundamentalsforall at outlook.com. It seems the dog's excited about this too. I don't know if you can hear her. Oh, there she is. Um, and obviously there's the website, which is www.fundamentalsforall.com. Get in touch. Let us know what you think. Uh, love us or hate us, let us know. Okay, so until next time, we will see you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.